Welcome to the Bare Naked ABCs, where we discuss every single Bare Naked Lady song from 7 to Y. And, you know, it's it's a glorious night out there, but it was even better last night. There was no rain, and I went outside in the backyard, and I, I saw some wolves and some frogs. It was really cool. Ow! Oh, bless you. I went in my backyard, too, last night. I sat on the back deck of the, the garage. Got a, a, a deck on the back of my husband's garage office, and it overlooks the backyard where the, the we ha- and I saw literally I saw the pigs and the ducks and the <laughs> and I heard right I definitely heard like a coyote. So, so that is my backyard. Coyotes are not fun to hear. No, because one actually took out one of our uh, one of our our turkeys. So not last night, but um, about a month ago. Well, and they're really eerie, like the, their cry. Yeah, they are. <laughs> it's not as bad as fisher cats have a really... They scare the crap out of me. Yeah, they're straight out of a horror movie. I don't think I've ever heard a Fisher cat, but I've heard the coyote and it, that that sound of the baby crying just <laughs> just drove me nuts one night. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> but we're not talking about coyotes tonight. We're talking about wolves and and breeze yeah. and and frogs. And we're talking about the song okay. "What a Wild Tune." And if you've mm-hmm. never heard this song before from Snack Time, written by Ed, here is a quick snippet. Last night I heard the wolves. Last night I heard the wolves. Last night I heard the wolves. They were howling at the moon. Howling at the moon. Howling at the moon. What a wild tune. They were howling at the moon. All right. So, written by Kevin. It was written by Kevin. Did I get my facts wrong? Oh, son of a gun! Mm. Oh yeah, it is a. It's a Kevin song written, uh, sung by Ed. Okay. Yes, sung by Ed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look. Can you tell I've been sick this week? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe if you howl it out. Did I show you? I never get my facts wrong, and I got them wrong this week. Betsy always looks down. She looks down. She's not looking. Ah, you got your signed. I got to get mine signed. I did. So jealous. I got mine from Bull Moose, and it has the CD is gone. (laughs) Oh, no! But that's okay. I want just the book anyway, so. (laughs) My first copy of, of the CD I had, and then my kids dropped it out the door of the car in the middle of the winter oh god and so by the time i was able to find it in the spring it was utterly destroyed so i had to go buy another one at bull moose bull moose we know you listen yeah be a sponsor (laughs) we love you all moose you still have cassettes and stuff although they're they're coming back those cassettes (laughs) 
<laughs> I, would, I love my CDs. I'll buy a CD over digital music any day. Yeah, me too. And I like that to have like the physical, like the liner notes and everything, and you get all the like cool bonus pictures and stuff. Well, I'll, I love that, and I also really, I, know, <laughs> I also really love the like iTunes. Every now and then, likes to take things off the shelf or say, "Hey, you don't have access to that anymore in in America." I own the CD. You can't say that to me. No, right. Weird. Hey, check this out, ready? <laughs> Melodica. So, yeah, that's, I, I, it's almost the same as the Melodica at the beginning. Just. <laughs> and, so what uh, does he have at the beginning, Heidi? I'm not sure um, because it's it's very much synthesizer. Yeah. Well, well, we were told last semi week. Semi-melodica sound. But. Well, we were told last week that it was it was Michael Philip Voyevoda's synth. Oh right, right. Oh, and if I had any memory retention, I would have remembered that. <laughs> so it's a synthesizer. It sounds. I, I have cool. my notes. Organy. <laughs> yeah, it looks like your cat ate them. Yeah. She rip it up. She likes to do that. She's wild. <laughs> what a wild cat! <laughs> As she's walking by, she's ignoring me. <laughs> I do what I want. But yeah, it's. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of interested to know, I wish I could know, like how this was written to begin with. Was it just written based off from that, that doom, doom, doom. if that was what, what inspired Kevin, he was playing around. He was like, I can do something with this. Yeah. Or maybe they just started <laughs> howling and then made something off of the howls. Howls are great. But no, no, no. And I wonder if those are come are, on the show. I would we'd be able to ask him. But. I know. I wonder if it's a recorded howl or if he like they got that because it sounds like an actual dog. Like it doesn't sound like it's been faked or it's a, a human being. It sounds being like it's been that. almost kind of patched through a, a synthesizer at some points, though. It did, but I don't know. There's yeah, a couple of other weird noises in the background. Um, <laughs> and and uh, Michael, last week when we were talking to him, if you haven't listened to that episode, please go back, listen to that interview. It's amazing. Um, Michael was saying that it's in that the uh, that the frog that's in the background is not a frog. It's actually Tyler who randomly and spontaneously, instead of doing his Harmony Lines decided to burp and belch into <laughs> the microphone and sounded like a frog. Yep. But if you're going to listen to the Michael Philip Wayawoda interview, you got to listen to What Went Down as well. <laughs> oh, yes. For tie-ins. But yes, a burp. Oh my gosh, we learned like a frog. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Heidi? 
We learned so much from him, though. Mm. Like, I know. Really, so much. He's brilliant. The other thing I picked up on this week in terms of sounds were the bugs buzzing in the background at times. (laughs) Which, obviously, it's a synth. Like, you can tell that it's, it's Kevin playing around with the noises. But I love that he's throwing that in there. Like, he's trying to make this sound as outdoorsy as he can. Well, he does a good job. He's very creative. He is. And that's one of the reasons I would have thought it was an Ed tune, because Ed takes, Ed makes me think more of the uh, nature outdoorsy guy than, mm. than Kevin. Yep. Yep. But I don't, I don't... All his experiences on Ed's Up and everything, too. He's kind of like the micro of the, of, the, of the band. <laughs> He's not afraid to get dirty. Literally sometimes. Yeah. Well, Heidi, do you want to give us a breakdown Sure. <laughs> you didn't sound sure. So, uh, what a wild tune! Obviously, from the album "Snack Time," uh, clocks in at about uh, 159 beats per minute, but that's more divided in half. So, like, think of more of like 80 beats per minute or so. Uh, clocks in at two minutes and 32 seconds. And <clears throat> excuse me. Everywhere it says the key is G, but I don't believe that that's accurate because what it does is it it very repetitive, but it continues to go up chromatically oh. by half steps. So you start off and it goes the and it's it's uh, an A minor chord to C to D mm-hmm. minor chord to F, A C D F A C D F, and then in verse three they go up. And if you think what comes after A in the alphabet, B. What comes after C in the alphabet? D. What comes after D minor mm-hmm. in the alphabet? E. So the first three, it goes from an A minor chord in the first two verses to a B minor chord, to then a D, to E minor, to G, which takes everything up a half step. So it's going up chromatically. Um, and then the chorus shifts completely. So verses one and two repeat each other the same chord progression. And then the chorus shifts it all the way from we had an A minor progression into a B minor progression, and now we move into a G progression, which is where I think um, they might have gotten everywhere I looked said, oh, key a G. I'm like, that's wrong. Um, but the chorus has a G chord to a D minor chord. Now in the key of G, D, D would not be minor. Then to an F chord, to A minor to C, to D minor to F. So it brings you back down, and then he repeats exactly the same chords that he used for the first two verses so it's simple you got verse one verse two uh, verse three shifts it up a half or a step so it's like oh we're we're moving up it's getting a little higher and then the chorus changes a lot and then verse four it brings you back home and then in the coda you get these howls and these night sounds <laughs> and forest sounds and things like that, which is super fun. Um, the instrumentation on this is very, very interesting. It's very reggae-ish. It's got this, but it's kind of like reggae went to bed with a country and music singer. <laughs> like it's got a, it's got a lot of, um, uh, and yeah. every time I hear it, I think of this one other song and I, it, I can't think of what the the voice is. It's not Johnny Cash. It's not like I'm trying to put my finger on it and I have yet to figure out what song reminds me mm-hmm. of 
of this. But he takes like that reggae feel, which is started off on that the mm -hmm. keyboard synth, and then it kind of moves into like this almost country reggae sound mm -hmm. to me. It's uh, but it's you know, yeah, Randy, Randy, I think Randy Travis used to be able oh, to get yeah. down that way. Yeah. Yeah. Scotty McCreary. Yeah. Scotty McCreary. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Ed, Ed digs deep for this one. He's good at deep. Yeah. He well. digs deep. And I think this is one of the lowest songs we ever hear from him. <laughs> and so. I really kind of like, <laughs> I like the way he gets down there. It's like gritty yeah. and dark and like, it's, it's a lot of fun to listen to. Um, in my opinion, um, musically, again, it just kind of keeps upping the ante because you have the wolves and then um, the breeze is the same as the wolves. But then the frogs, that's where it gets a little bit higher, which is interesting. I don't know if that was done because frogs. If not, he would have started with frogs last night. I heard the frogs, but he, those are a higher, he moves up in key there. So frogs have that higher, higher pitched croak, um, but it is a deep croak, but depending peepers, like, are you counting yeah. peepers in there? Cause those are yeah. everywhere. Um, and then yeah. when he goes into the music in the air, it becomes all very like swirly in my head because there's so many sounds at night especially if you live where we live and you get to hear that and i hear it every night and it's magic um and then he brings you back down to the the wolves um again repetitive silly kind of fun lots of howling heidi yeah. Don't you think this would be really cool as like a round? Oh, it mm. would be. People sang it absolutely. Wouldn't that be awesome? And you could absolutely do it as a round. <laughs> I never even fun. thought about that, but I will. I'm going to yeah. turn that into a round for my choral method. Oh, do kids. it. Yeah. And then you'll have to put a link in or yes. something, or Tracy can link oh, it. Oh, my God. I'm going to write myself a note. <laughs> what a wild tea round. Yep. It's a very slow song, though. Yeah. I mean, it's like you very, said reggae, and I was like. Plotting. It's because they're listening. <laughs> I suppose. Maybe. You think? I don't Programmatic. know. I don't know, Margaret. You can't really sing it. You can't <laughs> sing like really low and fast and kind of do it justice, I don't think, maybe. Last night I heard the wolves. Last night I heard the wolves. Faster, faster, faster. <laughs> Last night I heard the wolves. They were crowding. <laughs> <laughs> you just like working it, yeah. Yeah, you'd probably have to at that point. Or at least Ed would. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, I just <laughs> I think one of the things that gets on my nerves is how slow it really is. Like for a kid's tune that is I don't know, I feel like he's trying to wrangle them mm -hmm. in and and this doesn't yeah. make me want to go out and listen to the music of the night until we get to the bridge, <laughs> like that bridge. <laughs> which again, Michael told us last week the bridge was actually written by Steve. Um which is interesting that Stephen and Kevin take on the part that Stephen wrote and and Ed takes the part that Kevin <laughs> wrote. Um it becomes very harmonious and it actually is inviting to want you to go listen to the music. They were croaking on a log. There's music in the air. There's music in the air. There's music in the air. And the 
everywhere. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. So I was on the BNL archives again. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have like a big score or anything this time, but when they sang it live, they, they did do some improv, but they did sing it a little bit faster too. So I think when you get like, when they perform in front of the crowd, they kind of cater to the crowd. But I think for the, for the CD version, they really hope I, I'm guessing that they just really wanted to get those like, deep rich tones into it so yeah and and jim is really hitting a lot of that on those bass mm -hmm. notes oh yeah it's That's interesting great. they do have the this is one of those songs where they have the instruments coming in little bit by little bit it starts off with just ed and uh kevin's piano or kevin. synth and then it's not until somewhere around the second verse that we have the drums and the bass starting to fill in and then we start having the guitar kind of fill in and, and more of the keyboards and synth mm. rather than just the bass. Mm -hmm. so. And sounds, and like just so many <laughs> percussion sounds, etc. And it does become more of a chorus. It becomes more of a harmonious kind of nighttime thing at that point. And I suppose that's the way nighttime would, would go is it starts off quiet with one or two things kind of croaking in or, or squealing in and then building throughout as more and more animals start answering. Um, I, I don't know. I just, it's the slowness of the song that, that really kind of feels like you would, you would use the word plotting. And I feel like that's the word that works mm. for me. There is that version that was done um, that I shared this week. Um, I invited her to come on and she, she uh, politely declined. Um, but um, Molly, oh, Molly Wupple, um, and she does music on YouTube, a bunch of kids tunes. And she uh, played this on just the acoustic guitar and bumped up the beat. I would say she doubled the beat um, on this. And I like it a lot better that way. Hmm. 
I just love like Ed going so like low and like rich and velvety that I, I just do too. I like the original version. <laughs> now that I've heard that from him, I'm like, yes, give me more of that. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. You're a Johnny Cash fan, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> I bet. I bet. <laughs> Only it's not sad and depressing. <laughs> Although we've had some lighter ones. I <laughs> yeah. Um, when, when I was talking with Molly, uh, one of the great things she pointed out is she's like, I really, really wanted to make a shirt because one of my favorite lines in the song is there's music in the air and the air is everywhere. She's like, that's the perfect t-shirt line right there. Ooh, yeah, that is a good She's line. like, I don't know where I could go in terms of copyright though. I'd probably probably get in trouble. You can make them on Amazon, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on there. You heard that, yep. Molly. Yeah, go to Threadless, go to Amazon. I can just make one. <laughs> You're an artist. I can just make one. I'm sure chicken. Kevin will be fine with it. Or a cricket, yeah, a cri oh, with a cricket. Oh, with a cricket. Good job, Heidi. I'm, I, I have a tendency to make a lot of shirts that way. <laughs> <laughs> I have a tendency to wear my mind on my sleeve. Oh, I see what you did there. I have a tendency of making some shirts. Making some shirts. <laughs> it's been one week since I used my cricket. There we go. Gotta get it down and make some stickers. Oh my God, I'm going to have to do a parody. <laughs> More stickers. <laughs> I mean, there's not a lot musically, I mean, uh, yeah, thematically I and, and word wise to talk about with this song. Yeah, he's done the bulk of it. The wolves. <laughs> I mean, it is That's cool the that they're pointing out that nature ha is its own music. And that if you mm. listen to it, it's really cool. And I, I like that message. Mm. Of course, it's Kevin and, giving us this message. I was going to say, and it, so it makes so much sense given the author, you know, so. Although I could see Ed maybe making a song like this, but. I could see Ed doing it, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, I don't have much to say about no, it because it's a very. <laughs> Next I kind of wish they would have added like, something right? else, though, because you've got wolves, breeze, frogs. <laughs> back to the wolves. Yeah, they could have kept going with it, and it would have made yeah. it a longer. Like they, the last minute of the song is just animal noises. You could do a loon. That would be nice. Well, and the the way it's written too, because it doesn't <laughs> like you would think. Because last night I heard the wolves, last night I heard the wolves, last night I heard the wolves, they were howling at the moon, howling at the moon, howling through a while too, they were howling at the moon. Last night I heard the breeze, last night I heard the breeze, last night I heard the breeze. But then it doesn't go um, singing through the trees, singing through the trees, what a wild something, it was singing through the trees. It doesn't do that, but I expect it to because right. that's the rhyme scheme that they followed with the first verse. Mm -hmm. And it yeah. doesn't do that because it just goes breeze it was singing through the trees then i heard some frogs it was like wait is that verse wait um did you miss some part of that <laughs> you think maybe they cut it down at some point do they like crop maybe. that out or, i don't like, know just like ah oh, man this is getting into the <laughs> three minutes yeah, it's a kid's song we gotta cut that yeah but if they're gonna do that they could have cut out the wolves at the end again no, man. No, you got to bring it back to the, the wolves. 
because everybody, every kid, and we taught Alice oh, early oh, how to oh, howl. Oh, <laughs> and they oh, love it. <laughs> Loves it. <laughs> Never skimp on the on the howling. But I would have liked to have seen some more animals. That would have been really neat. Mm, yep. And then having it build in the background, like having them more of those noises slowly and melodically blended and I in. Heard a cat. Man, I heard, you know what? You could turn that totally like I could yeah, use that. I'm eaten by the I wolf. could use that as a round and then have kids add to it. Like what else? Yeah, Ooh, I would love that. I heard the monkey what do you hear at night kids right. what do you hear at night? then i heard the banging on the Dad. wall oh wait uh, and then i had a brother well and you know what though it does almost sound like something you would get on like a, a haunted halloween cd playlist or something too yeah it yeah. has that weird well that's something different well, that's well. <laughs> now we're back to the banging on the wall. Bang it on the wall. Wait. Bang, bang, banging bang. on the wall. Good times. I do like it. It's very Kevin. It's kind of cute. Mm, definitely. It is cute. Is it a song I go back to often? No, but I, it's it's okay when it comes. Oh on. heck yeah. And I, and I liked it when the kids, I liked it when the kids were younger. It was one that I could listen to and not get annoyed by. <laughs> now, that being said, like, again, I don't go out and seek it out. I don't think about it and, and want to hear it. Um, and when it comes on, I'll switch it sometimes so, because I'm like, now that my kids are older, I'm like, eh. Did you see, like, so did somebody already say Don, Don Ignacio's comments about this? So Say Don what? Ignacio, uh, there's a donignacio.com. He does a he did a review of every single song of every single album, and his comments on this. And he he's pretty low with some of his ratings for um, for snack time overall. Um, Ninjas he gave a B, uh, Polywuggy gave an A, uh, Blue Party B. Um, yeah, it does sound familiar. And then What a Wild Tootie gave an A minus. He said it takes some time to sift through this album, but there are some real gems in here. The melody is a little predictable, mm. forgivable for a kid's album, but the instrumentation is so much fun. Very chompy sort of drums with all sort of clinks and clatters. The last minute of it is a sudden echoey ballad with some wolf noises. This is a fun song. But then he gives Bad Day a B. Ugh, that's one of my favorite songs on the yeah. whole album. Oh, no, I love yeah. that day. And, so, again, I think that <laughs> this is one of those songs on the album that suffers from placement. Yeah, I think you're right. I wouldn't put it right before Bad Day. Like, it, it pales in comparison, and it comes right after I Don't Like, which is a very upbeat tune. I almost wish that they would have put, like, things categorized. Like, you've got... Animal stuff, Pollywog in a bog, uh, Louis the Loon, or um, uh, you could even put, um, well, What a Wild Allergies. Tune, uh, Here Come the Geese. You could put those in one category. And then Being a Kid, Bad Day, uh, e Eraser, Ninjas, 789, like silly. Um, and then you could do the food section, Food Party, Snack Time Trilogy. Like, I don't know, kind of. 
they like they could absolutely categorize it out. But I think you're right because of where it is. It's right after I don't like, but that's kind of a common country sound to it too. I yeah. don't like my no, that's that's uh, big sister. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's big sister. Sorry, never mind. Wait, what is? But Pearl so you have like what a wild tune. You have three really slow songs in a row. You have what a wild tune, mm-hmm. then bad day, and then things. And that's just a lot of slow in a row. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I I bet you that was accordion at the beginning. Because in the back of the book, it um, says it says Jim plays uh, vocals, bass, cello, viola, violin, percussion. Kevin does vocals, keyboards, guitar, mandolin, banjo, accordion, saw, and percussion. Yeah, saw. It definitely sounds like there's yeah. a saw in there. Oh, so I was going to say, it could be a saw. The other thing, I, at the end of the song, I thought it sounded like a theremin. No, um, yeah. the ther- no theremin is completely different sound than the saw sound, I think. Oh, and of course, I, I said that I think it's a dog on, on this track. I think it's a real dog. It is. It's Jackson. Oh, it is a dog. Yeah, it, he is giving credit. Jackson, Tyler's dog, is giving credit on this Yay. as vocals on Wild Tune. Ah. <laughs> The dog wrote part of a song. Um, oh, that's the one. Yeah, sorry. I can eat pork till the cows come home. That's right. I couldn't remember I don't like for a second there. And she's like, it's going out of style. <laughs> he does that deep country thing there, too. So that kind mm-hmm. of definitely moves into wolves with that same vocal. I can climb my barrier. So I was thinking it was a theremin, but I think you're right. I think he was playing the saw at the end of the song. It was a saw, dude. They gave you yeah. Runaway a C plus. Ugh. I don't. Ugh. It's an interesting choice of an instrument to play on this song. Like you, I don't know. I mean, theremin would be even further out there because it's very uh, electronic. Um, well, I mean, I guess it's kind of like it's outdoorsy and kind of. saw down your lumber you can also use it for a musical instrument to sing about sounds in the night from the animals <laughs> of course mm. good point fine <laughs> <laughs> well guys yeah. do you want yeah. do, should we give a rating to sure. this uh let's see um they they mentioned them twice so why don't we talk about how many wolves that we give this song. Anyone gives them only one wolf, then you're wrong. There is no such thing as a lone no, wolf. No, no lone wolves. Except for lone wolf <laughs> McQuaid. Yeah. At least 1.1 1, 1. 1 or higher. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. uh, Betsy, why don't we go with you first? Um, no, no, I don't know. It's pretty good. Um, I mean, especially considering it's on a kid's album. It's it's fun. It's it's catchy. Um, he does decent vocals on here. It's not, you know, it's simple, but they're, you know, they put some thought into it. 
Um, so I guess I would give it a... No, we're not doing letters. We're doing numbers. A? No. That's I'm referencing Canadians. A. Uh, <laughs> a would be a 3.5. Okay. That's not bad. Heidi, what about I you? I am going to give this yeah. a 3.8. Because it's not my favorite, but I do like it. Um, again, snack time's a tough... Like, it's so... it's. I love snack time. Certain mood, and now that my kids are older, I don't listen to it as much, except for a few songs that I keep. Like Ninjas will always be part of Seven Eight Nine. Still makes me. <laughs> I, I do like a lot of songs on this. I, I don't like some of the Snack Time Trilogy talking ones. Like, those just kind of go in my head. Uh, but but this one's not a bad one in the mix. But it's not, like, bad of the album. It's not, not Bad Day for Me or Pollywog for Me. Um, yeah. That's, that's my okay. opinion. <clears throat> And I'm going to be a little bit of the hater of the week. Again, I don't love this song. I don't hate this song. Um, I just, it's kind of in the middle for me. Um, It's a good song. It's well done. It's just not my cup of tea. Um, So I'm going to give it a three. Okay. That's still not the middle. That's better than the middle. You know what I was missing though? Doves. I think I think it could have used some doves in there. That's not You know what's a pain though is when the doves cry and then they're yeah. up all night long. Everywhere. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> That's good because we are talking about when doves cry. Next oh, week. another cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a good cover though. It's a good cover. Mm-hmm. It's no Prince though. My man. Well, I mean, no one is Prince. No, well, literally Better nobody is Prince. And R.I.P. <laughs> now, yeah, cool, sweet. There is more than one official yeah. recorded and released version. Before wow. we go as a plug, is anybody waiting with bated breath for Jeff's CD to arrive? I am. I yeah, can't wait I'm for so it to excited. get here. I'm also waiting for my BNL CD I- to arrive. Mm-hmm. I'm also waiting for um, my one-on-one watching Better Off Dead together, which he promised me with the Kickstarter. So, Jeff, if you're listening, you still <laughs> owe me that, there, buddy. Jeff, uh, Jeff, how dare Jeffrey. you? Oh, Jeffrey. Do you ever watch Coupling, the British version? I have not it seen It is brilliant. It only ran for, I want to say, four seasons. Might have been was that Simon Pig? No, no, it was far before that. Um, but you know the guy that plays the um, the British captain dude in Pirates, and then this other guy um, is Jeffrey, um, and he's been in Jeff a lot of stuff lately. Uh, he was in um, oh Buffy, uh, not Buffy, um, the new Sabrina. The new teenager adventures of Sabrina. He's in that, but he plays Jeffrey, and it is so freaking funny because he's tar- like. <laughs> so every time you say Jeffrey, I'm like, oh Jeffrey. So you really got to watch it. It only ran from 2000 to 2004, 
Um, and it it's British, so it's way better. But it of course it is amazing and hilarious. Richard Coyle, that's who played Jeffrey. Super good. Yeah, I'm trying to find it right now, and I can't. I really have it all on DVD. I have the whole set. I was gonna say, do you have Britbox or you just? I have, have the it, whole like, box. So there are four seasons, nice. and that was it. And the America tried to do it, and it uh, they just didn't get it right. And American can never, never get, get it right. British TV shows. Oh, right. it's on um, seasons one through three are free on Freevee. Freevee. Whatever that is, but I highly suggest you'll be hooked from the very first episode. If you're not, you can come kick my ass. They're only 22 minutes long <laughs> each episode because they're it's a half hour sitcom. But the first episode of the first season, you'll just go, "Oh, that's it. I'm hooked." She's an unflushable. Like I have so many random things. So if you're out there listening, highly suggest checking out Coupling. And then whenever Jeffrey decides to come back and join us again, we can just say, "Oh, Jeffrey." <laughs> we'll have to layer that in all the time. Oh, Jeffrey. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, <laughs> it's been real. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Tracy I needs do. to go Betty Bye. Take some NyQuil. Take some Killer Q. Bye. Thanks. That was Thanks. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.